We're back. We're here. We're doing things. We're in the motherfucking building. We're living in a mist of the COVID, but not with it. That's important. The COVID is omnipresent. It might be here. I thought you said on my present. <laughs> I was like, no. It might be elsewhere. We don't know. It could be here. But we choose to live our life as if it's not here. That's not true. <laughs> we are social distancing. No, I mean our life within this house. Yeah. Our life has been contained to this house. The occasional walk around the park, like an old married couple, and then the few drives we take to go pick up beer or something. And to pick up groceries. And even then, it's less than a mile from your place. Yeah. But it's great. What's up, assholes? Welcome, assholes. I'm Austin. I'm Elisa. And this is episode 15 of the You're the Asshole podcast. Coming to you live whenever you listen to this. <laughs> but we're coming to you in the moment from mid-corona. Yes, peak, I wouldn't say peak COVID-19, but it's getting there. Um, two weeks in, two week old Corona. We are not uploading these episodes on a schedule. We're not recording them on a schedule. There is no schedule in COVID time. We had a schedule pre-COVID, but COVID sort of fucked everything up. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> so we're trying our best. We're still uploading about weekly. Yes. So... Just not all of our recordings are happening weekly, but we have a backlog of recordings, so it's all good. Austin's hair has continued to grow. It's the longest. COVID did not stop that. It's my COVID hair is the longest it's been since high school. Oh yeah, if Austin didn't uh, didn't want anyone not to find him, did I say that right? <laughs> now you're like making it a challenge. His hair is very long, and I am in no shape to cut it. My only um, history of cutting hair is when I cut my own bangs when I was five years old. And how'd that turn out? I had to, it was three weeks before I had a ballet recital. And my mom... Perfect timing. Yeah. I think I maybe I've told you. I, uh, I, cut, I cut it after seeing the parent trap. And it influenced me that I could cut my own bangs. Like the cool way that she cuts her sister's hair in the movie. And I cut it, and when my mom was doing my hair the next day, she, like, looked at it and was, like, knew immediately that I had cut it. And she was like, Ollie, who cut your, did you cut your hair? And I was like, no, Mia did it. Like, blamed it. Wow. Who's that? Shout out, Mia. My best friend. And you just threw her under the bus like that? I thought. Kids are fucking ruthless. true. So, yeah, I thought my mom wouldn't. Um, talked to Mia's mom, so Mia was the person I threw under the bus, and um, at one point, I had, like, a a moment where I got a lot of anxiety, and then I confessed to my sister, who was, like, 12 years older than me, and I started crying, Um, and I, in the ballet recital, like, a few weeks later, my mom had to, like, put a crazy amount of gel in my hair. Um, (laughs) To hold it back? I look like, because it was alfalfa status. Like I literally would, it would just like pop up. All right. So what's what's been going on the past two weeks? Non-COVID related? Absolutely nothing because I've been stuck in the house. That's not true. I have seen Austin. We have like a, as much as we talk about the non-routine, we have a routine every single day. 
we start off with live with Kelly and Ryan. Uh, well, good morning, America. Or, good morning, America's first. <laughs> <laughs> then live with Kelly and Ryan. And it was really funny because I was talking to my mom yesterday and she was like um, explaining to me why Kelly has had kind of like not super out there outfits. And it's apparently because she has like three-fourths of her wardrobe at the studio, and she hasn't been able to go back after a certain day. Oh, poor Kelly. I know. I feel so bad for her. <laughs> um, anyway, so we do that, but then Austin um, plays Call of Duty a, a good chunk of the day. No, late afternoon. It's like well, if, I fin- if I finish my work for the day, late afternoon, have a little bit of time... Play some Call of Duty. I wasn't calling you out. I was just mm-hmm. saying, like, you're doing something fun and you're getting better at it. Yeah, okay, that's true. Yeah. We've also been watching a lot of house shows. So, we talked about that last time we were on here, and it's only gotten worse. <laughs> like, we've only fed that more. We have um, started a new season of Ozark. The first episode. Oh, we watched Tiger King. <gasps> Fuck yes. Greatest. I can't believe this wasn't even on the segment. One says. one of the greatest documentaries ever made. 135%. I mean, that's such a loose bar. One of the greatest. Like I will go on record and say <laughs> Fahrenheit 9-11, nothing. Bowling for Columbine, nothing. So you're just shitting on Michael Moore. <laughs> I mean, everybody's documentaries like are only Michael Moore and An Inconvenient Truth by Al Gore. How so you only docu- do political documentaries? <laughs> how many more pol- how many more documentaries have you seen? Tiger King was political. He ran for governor oh my and God. president. And he got 19%. Yeah, of he, governor for the governor vote. He was vote. third in the Libertarian. For governor. For governor. Yeah. Political. In Oklahoma. And, and he was gay. That's shocking. <laughs> <laughs> So, because of all of this, he's apparently getting a bunch of fan mail in jail. I heard that he was, he's tickled pink by this, and I'm like... Yeah, he's loving it. No. He's a, and then apparently, of like... Of course he loves it. I'm just like, are you using the word, the phrase tickled pink because he's course. gay? No, he probably said that himself. He didn't come across like that. <laughs> apparently, chicks are sending bikini pictures to him, and he's like, I don't know why they're sending this, I'm gay. Wait, are you serious? Yeah. <laughs> Without realizing it, I find Oklahoma. out right now that Austin did like a deep dive after the show without me. No, what, I just what heard is- people talking about it because um, this guy made a podcast about it. Although I haven't listened to the podcast, but I've heard an interview of his. I saw a, I saw a BuzzFeed article and it was like all the things that Tiger King didn't get, didn't show you or didn't get to show you. And in my head, I'm thinking like, if they could have had a 10, 11 episode season so i think that it was sort of just become too much it would have become so crazy oh there was like so much to the story that they could have so apparently the guy who um didn't have his like all of his teeth was really pissed off because all of the interviews with him were when he didn't have his teeth and apparently he had like perfectly fine dentures at the end of it and they just like chose to portray him in this way (laughs) oh the uh the husband Fuck yeah, 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 the husband. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's funny. So he got him fixed at the end, but they shut. Well, they had all the interview footage from before, so it's not like they're going to re-interview him when he has teeth. That's true. But apparently he said that they were interviewing him up until, like, 
the very, like, a few months ago because he didn't get tried. What's his face didn't get tried until, like, last year. Oh, really? Yeah, he wasn't found guilty until, like, February or something. Oh, wow. That's probably why they were like, oh, yeah, my God, we've well, been doing the... this for so long. Like, let's just get it out there. Yeah. Sucks for him, though. But it's great that he was on there with no teeth because it was, like, the perfect image. I, I saw a meme where it was, like, someone talking about to their mom about it. About the show. <laughs> Jamming. Just threw a blanket across the room. <laughs> Tried to make it discreet, but I'm sure the sound came through. Um, It's just, it's hard. There's so much shit happening in this podcast right now. Because I'm, like, used to recording in our other, in my, the actual office. And I'm, like, can't get the, the temperature down. Like, I'm sweating. Austin's super cold. I, like, can't hear myself on this microphone right now. Like, I feel like I'm yelling. Apparently, I'm not. I think the run is getting to us. Yeah. Oh, Knock on this big wood right here. <laughs> if you have not seen seen Tiger King, it's a treat. Um, it's a blessing of a show. If you want to watch, like, another good show that just makes you really sad about, like, the, fight, the state of, like, the U.S., watch McMillions. Well, that was old U.S., we're probably even more corrupt now. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> Very true. <laughs> so what do we have going for today? According to the whiteboard that I don't have in front of me, but the small little reusable post-its, uh, we have, it's flashcard time, shitty summary, and what are you drinking? Great oh, segments great for segments. any podcast. Should we move on to our first segment of the day? Uh, yeah, I think actually we're going to start with shitty summary. Oh, okay. All right. All right, well, why don't you go ahead and tell us what we're doing? All right, so segment number one for the day, shitty summary. This is a bit that we've done for four or five episodes. Is it a bit or a segment? Segment that we've done for four. Same thing. What's the difference? <laughs> that we've done for four or five episodes. In this ridiculous podcast, there is none. Where one of us gives the other, either the day we record or the day before, a show that that person has not seen that they need to describe in summary in a minute and a half. Yes. At one point, I think we did two. But, um, what what do you want? This one will not need that. Let me tell you now. Okay. So (laughs) for the first time, um, ever, I saw Austin do his shitty summary in front of Nick. I wasn't reading anything, but, um, I could see him doing it. And just from the time he took. Oh, you mean researching. Researching it. Yeah. And just from the time he took doing it, I know this can't be good. It's going to live up to the segment name. Shitty summary. Mine two weeks ago. Holy shit. That was bad. (laughs) All right, um, so should we introduce the actual show, though, real quick? Sure, I'll do that. And can I tell you why I picked it? Oh, so then you introduce it and tell okay, me why you well, picked it. Well, uh, I picked the show Finding Carter, and the reason I picked it was because uh, this is one of the last few days uh, I had cable, the last few months I had cable when I watched the show, and Dory, my friend, and I were way out of the prime target audience for this show. <laughs> We were like three or four years out of college, probably three, and we were still watching it regularly. And it's like, it just started so good and like crashed so hard. It's unbelievable. Oh, crash. Oh, do I need to say anything to introduce it? If you would like, if you have a nice tidbit. So Finding Carter, this might tell you something. It was a show that was on MTV. Oh, yeah. It lasted two seasons. They greenlighted the second season only a month 
after the premiere of the first season. People were hooked. Uh, I think the first season was like 12 episodes, and the second season got bumped up to 24. Maybe, and it fell really quickly. Like, it went to the graveyard Friday time, I think. Yeah. Um, so, I had not even heard of this show before Elisa brought it up to me. So heard of it at all? No, hadn't even heard of it. So, count me down. All right, let's do this thing in three, two, one. All right, Finding Carter is a show starring nobody that you've ever heard of unless you've watched this shitty show. Um, It is starring a girl named Carter. She's a teenage girl. She commits a prank and ends up going to jail for it. At this time that she's in jail, she finds out her mom, Lori, is not actually her real mom. It's the lady that kidnapped her when she was a child because that is normal. Um, So because of this, she has to go back to her OG fam. And for some reason, after this, she still wants to be reunited with her kidnapping mom, Lori. Um, So her OG mom, Elizabeth, wants to find Lori and punish her. But that's because she's a detective, so that sort of makes sense, but it's a little weird. Um, Her dad had written a book about her being abducted, and he's now writing a secret second book called Finding Carter, and that's where the name of the show comes from. Also, we find out that she has a goody-good twin sister and younger bro. Her twin sister's name is Taylor. So second season comes along, and we got to know, oh, why did Lori abduct Carter in the first place? I don't know. Maybe because she's crazy? Actually, we find out Lori is the egg donor for Carter and her twin sister, Taylor. (gasps) (laughs) (laughs) So this whole time, Carter's struggling to fit in and deal with her brother and sister and their new friends. And the guy that she used to hook up with, turns out, is now dating her twin sister, Taylor. Because that's normal, and it's an MTV show. And all that happens on these shows is everybody dates and sleeps and cheats on each other. And that's why there was not really any plot to uncover. Because it's all just people sleeping with each other and cheating on each other. And that's my summary. Take a bow. That was wonderful. (laughs) Um, Was it true to the story? The second season, absolutely. How you did not mention Crash is beyond me. I don't even know what that reference is because it wasn't in anything I read. Crash was the guy that she was into who held up a liquor store or held up a convenience store. It was a shit show. Oh, his name was mentioned, but I knew I wouldn't have time to uh, talk about his character. Okay. Anyway, the first season was actually good. I swear by it that the first season was good. Um, and then the second season just took like a nosedive because it's a pretty, it's a pretty like great, like the first season I read, I think it said it had over 80 something percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah. I, it, it's, but it's one of those things where it's like you always, tr- MTV always tries to milk it a little too far. And if they had just been like, I'm going to go with this one season show. Cause you don't need any more than that. You know, she doesn't need to be an egg donor. Oh, also you left out the part where she goes to trial. I mean, I left out the part. <laughs> I was working with what I could find online, which wasn't a lot. She goes to trial, the mom who stole her, and she gets found innocent. Wow. In the show. <laughs> That's a big deal in summary. <laughs> yeah, well, I didn't get to that point, or I, I didn't read it, which I don't think I did. Okay. Um... Am I up, then? For uh, flashcard time? It's flashcard time. (laughs) Dun-dun-dun. If you are uh, coming in um, to this episode, I don't know why, uh, every week 
Austin or I prepared 15 note cards. And basically, they have asshole scenarios in life that everybody kind of finds themselves in. And it's the other person's job who didn't write the note cards to say whether or not they think the act on that note card is an asshole move or not. Beautiful explanation. I know. I really you did. Fucking I fucking killed that. I, I felt so good <laughs> after that. This is how it must be when people improv like newscasting. Like it's like a it's like a high almost. Yeah. <laughs> um, now we need that every time. I, I can't. No. <laughs> um, and like shitty summary, we have a minute and a half to go through them. Um, Austin will read them to me and then I will, it's the way I was saying it. I will, um, you explained it so well and now you're trying to read it. <laughs> it's all good. Okay. <laughs> Count it was a it painful down. episode. <laughs> Count me down in five, four, three, two, one. It's flashcard time. Unnecessary. Booing someone during karaoke. Asshole move. Using a handicapped stall. Not the asshole. Using a handicapped bathroom. Uh, asshole. <laughs> oh, God, the cards are stuck. Austin's fucking up. Austin's fucking up. <laughs> Not standing six feet apart when in public. During asshole, corona. asshole, asshole. <laughs> Sending someone a video of something on TV that you recorded on your phone. Asshole. Oh, I said it for an hour and a half. Instead of a minute. <laughs> this is the worst episode. <laughs> Having the word official on the end Asshole. of your social media. <laughs> it's not your fault. Though. Hiring an unpaid intern. Asshole. Designing an electric device in the year 2020 that you have to buy batteries for. A complete asshole move. <laughs> Thank you for that. Naming your kid after a type of flower. Asshole. Honeysuckle. Elder. Rose. Using your ex's Netflix login. Ooh. Not oh, not the asshole. Good for you. Being 14. Asshole. Dyeing your hair blonde because you're a blonde at heart. Oh my god, that's an asshole. <laughs> Preferring atomic brownies over Swiss rolls. <sighs> Hurry up. Ass, not the asshole, I don't know. <laughs> Giving yourself a nickname. Asshole. Last but not least, we passed the time, but oh well. <laughs> Murdering your husband and feeding him to a tiger. <laughs> Asshole. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> I'm stumbling through this right now. You did great. Thank you. Cheers to us on that. Um, I will say that any person who's listening, I know I'm giving incentives out at this point. I know I said that I'll tattoo something on my ass in one of the episodes. I don't remember that. Like I said something along those lines. I will give, I will Venmo the first person who responds to this $5 if they rank their little Debbie snacks in order. It doesn't even matter if I don't, actually, I take that back. I will give you $5 if you rank your little Debbie snack favorites in the order that I would rank them. I will not tell you my rank, but I will tell you the little Debbie snacks we're working with. Ready? Boom. Swiss rolls. Boom. Honey buns. Boom. Cosmic brownies. Boom. Zebra cakes. And? There's only four. Oh. 
Nutty yeah. butter. Nutty, nut, nutty butter. No, they're... Yes, that's part of it. Nutty butter. So, one through five of those. <laughs> Austin and I got into a heated debate about this. I think spun by the fact that at one point, my sister um, was desperately searching for zebra or Christmas cakes in near the Christmas holiday and could not find them. And it was a big thing. Um, but yeah, I'm curious. Moving along. Austin hates me right now no, with an extreme passion. I do not hate you at all. <laughs> to our last most consistent segment. What are you drinking today? Is that to me, Austin? Yeah. Oh, thank you. Um, since we are near a mic, um, my drink does not have ice in it, but I am drinking a combo that I really recommend that I probably was drinking last week or the whatever, or episode 14, which is Peach Deep Betty with soda water. I replaced it with actual water just to cut down on the calories. Oh, look at you. Mm-hmm. Gotta keep trim in these COVID times. Oh, I'm sorry. What are you drinking today? Oh, thank you for asking. <laughs> today, I have a beer, as per usual, brought to us by our local friends at Austin Beer Works. We have been trying to support them during the COVIDs. And all local businesses. And other local businesses, as we normally would be spending money there anyways, and it's a little bit harder now. So we've been buying stuff to go. Um, Word of advice, if you're out there listening to this during COVID, please go out and try to frequent some of the, like... Uh, breweries or restaurants that you used to go to, a lot of them can still sell stuff to go. So go pick that up, and then you don't have to cook at home, and you can drink. Very true. We had some dank-ass scones a few days ago. Yes, the scones were incredible. Best of my life. The coffee was not. No, the coffee sucked. So anyways, speaking of things that don't suck, this beer that I have from Austin Beer Works is their Amber Vision. It's very good. Uh... Highly recommend it. It is 6% ABV. It's an amber ale. It's very tasty. And like most of their beer, I would recommend it. I will say that it is one of the best beers I've had from them, hands down. Boom. And that's not to say their stuff is normally bad. No, it's not. It's just to say that from someone who's not a huge beer lover, but will drink it, like not a problem. I like actively like this beer. Like I will crave this beer. Well, that's the last one that we had, so... Well, well thank you for offering me <laughs> none of them. Well, uh, really appreciate I that. I gave you one, I thought. Oh, we'll have to buy more no, this weekend. You gave me a sip of one. Oh. I don't think that counts. Darn. All right, so um, in lieu of the fact that this podcast is about Am I the Asshole, we're about to read you four posts from the subreddit Am I the Asshole, in which we um, yeah, read the post and hand down our judgment. Hmm. Post to a post. Whoa. Post number one <laughs> today comes to us from Fanatic Neon. Am I the asshole for sharing a coworker's erotic fiction with others in the office? Hot take. A coworker was sharing their screen with us during a brief component of a presentation, and I happened to catch a page open to the side. I was bored during the presentation, so I absentmindedly started reading it, and to my surprise, I realized it was a dirty story. It was well-written and actually pretty hot, to the point that I thought, let me grab this for later. 
I was able to discern from the available window that the story title was and the name of the web. Oh, I've read that in such a weird cadence. You're reading this whole thing in a weird cadence. <laughs> I was able to discern from the available window what the story title was and the name of the website. So I went to the website and I did manage to find the same story. I ended up really enjoying the story, so I clicked on the username and read a few of the other stories. There were some serious stories with multiple parts or recurring characters, and one was, to my other shock, pretty obviously our office and people in it, which meant this wasn't something they were reading, this was something they were writing. I was so amused by there being about two dozen erotic stories about the people in our office that without thinking, I messaged the entire link to a longtime friend explaining what I found out that day. I had intended it to just be a laugh between us, but I hadn't communicated that to them in time because they immediately sent it to five other people. You can see where this is going. Our entire office knows about it now, especially with so little other socialization or inter-office drama. So the poor off author managed to reverse engineer the spread and find out that I am the one who first found it and sent it around. They're mortified, beyond embarrassed. Actually, they're seriously considering quitting because they're not sure how they could reasonably return to work with these people after they're read about something like this and how she thinks about them in the context of fantasy. I apologize and told her it's because I thought it was so well written that I looked them up and read them in the first place. But understandably, that wasn't enough to smooth this over. I don't know whether I'm an idiot who made an honest mistake in the moment or an asshole who made a malicious mistake that's inexcusable. Am I the asshole? I'll say this. She doesn't have to worry about people about working anymore because she's working from home now. Yeah. <laughs> so. In three months, this will all die down. The COVID I, and people, this. People already probably forgot about it. Oh, absolutely. There's so many things. She's fine. Well, it was posted 18 hours ago. No. Why are they still working? Mid COVID. <laughs> it's a bigger question. Maybe this is somebody stuck at home during COVID that's finally typing this out. Hmm, perhaps. Mm. Thoughts? My thoughts are... Um, You've got to be really um, prepared when you give a presentation. You have to like make sure nothing's open on your screen. Isn't that what how this came about? Yeah, is that he saw her stuff? Like, that's the, the coworker was sharing their screen. Oh, so they probably were. So they were working from home. Yeah. Oh, this will definitely blow. Sharing over. <laughs> their screen with us during a brief component of a presentation, and then I happened to catch a page open to the side. Mm. So they just had like an open erotic script during the, the day side. like during a webex meeting that feels very weird when else to bang out <laughs> an erotic fiction about your co-workers than during the day when you're on a webex with them during COVID 19 do you feel like any webex you are on the person on the other side of it is like doing something they're not supposed to or dressed like just in their bra Right? Yeah, at least 75% of the time. <laughs> I don't know. I just... Someone's probably got no clothes below the waist on at all. I was in a meeting yesterday, and the person had their camera, like, t- 
taped over. You could totally tell it was tape. And I was like, this is creepy. You can just out. turn the, the video off. I know. I didn't understand it. It was such a weird move. <laughs> um, yeah, so is it a morally irresponsible thing to do to not give away an erotic novel, but to instead write an erotic novel about people that you work with? I don't see any morality issues with that. <laughs> like, what his morality issues? What about her morality That's issues? artistic freedom. Okay, you can't get in the way of that. I would rather somebody write me as, like, the biggest bitch ever than to find out that my co-worker... I mean, it's this is kind of just because she's a woman. It's not getting, like, blown out of proportion that much. If he, If this woman was probably, like a really non-attractive weird man in the corner, like someone would be filing a sexual harassment on her already. Oh, yeah. The, it wouldn't be about her worrying about returning to work. It would be about, like, the other co-workers not wanting him to come oh, back Oh, absolutely. <laughs> For good reason. <laughs> Do I think this guy shouldn't have sent it to other people? I mean, I don't know. I find it weird that everybody's so close with each other that he sent it to his friend, and all of a sudden it was already back at, like, to the office people. Yeah. Like, the six that degrees is there is very weird. Yeah, they're either, like, young in a super communal office, mm-hmm. or they're just, like, so old they've gotten to the point where their only friends are their coworkers. It's true. It's not It's not in between. <laughs> it's it's not either between. or. <laughs> what do you think? Um, I was trying to imagine myself in this situation, like... <laughs> Bored at home. The writer? Where, no, no, no. The guy finding it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, yeah. You see gotcha. this, you obviously look it up. Go oh, down the rabbit hole. 100%. Keep reading. Find out there's ones about you and your coworkers. Read all of them. All of them. Get excited about it. And then obviously. Jerk off? Or is that too far? Eh, it just depends on the quality okay. of writing. Okay. <laughs> I mean, he said it was good writing, so. Apparently, and, he got something out of it. And then, I mean, you obviously got to send it to one of your friends. Or at least tell them. And if you tell them, <laughs> they're going to gonna wanna see it. So I can see it happening. It's not on you anymore. Is it on you the second you give it out to somebody who's not in the office? Hey, they should be happy. You're sharing their uh, content. That's true. It was online. They could be like me and write a novel that nobody read. I want everyone to yeah, read it. Yeah, sharing the content. <laughs> it's all about the spread of the content. So what's your verdict? Um, my verdict is, this is hard. He kind of breached her privacy. I want to talk about that just really, really quickly. He breached her privacy, and that kind of sucks. And But she's the one who brought it back to him, too. Like, she's the one who called him out in the end, you know? Like, he was just happy to kind of, like, let it all pass. Um, I would say he's the asshole. Um, just for sending it to a friend that knew people in the office. Like, I'm sure he could make those connections himself. Does that make sense? So because of that, it's like, well, the friend you want, you don't, you want to send it to is probably don't want to send it to the actual person it's about. So in that case, he's the asshole. But I would say the bigger kind of asshole is writing something so blatant about the people in your office that somebody else can like pick that up. Although I guess he did work with her. I stand by what I said. So asshole. I say a slight asshole, and she slight is asshole. a slight asshole as well. Um, I'm going to say 
Not the asshole. Not the asshole. Because it's posted online. Okay. That's, yeah. And she had it open. I will say, if he sent it to, while sharing the screen, I will say, if he sent it to a friend and didn't mention her name, that would reflect better on him than if he was like, oh, so-and-so wrote all this erotic fan fiction. There's Um, so many contingencies to this asshole. But overarching, I'm going to say, not that asshole. Is it because you just kind of love the story? I think it's hilarious. Yeah. (laughs) And how can you not share it? You know? You have to. It's like if nobody keeps things quiet anymore unless it's a super sad, deep, dark secret your friend is telling you not to tell and it's like of no of no funness. It's just sad. You keep those secrets. You share secrets like this. They're not even secrets. They're it's content. Meant to be shared. <laughs> Especially in these trying times. Yes, in these trying times. <laughs> most overused phrase of the last two weeks. I, I, I find every advertisement in these trying times is it our business still is doing our best to serve our customers in the greatest way possible in the United States an NPR British man is just talking about these trying times yes <laughs> I was just that was my mocking voice I know I just think that Austin is like saying that because he's been saying it and not because other people have. I've seen commercials for it. I've heard radio advertisements for it. I mean, this is a mar- trying time. This is a marketer's best like in these situation. Times. This is like kind of like everything they've always wanted to just, like show how good they are. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Unfortunately, all right. This is post number two. Um, it was actually posted eleven hours ago, so it's fresh out of the oven for our judgment. Um, it is brought to you by us. By ouch, lol, com. Am I the asshole for buying myself a separate head for my wife's expensive electric toothbrush? These are the uh, the relationship arguments that I live for. <laughs> a few weeks ago my, was my wife's birthday, and she asked for one of those top-of-the-line electric toothbrushes that are like 150 It's a decent chunk of change for us, but I was happy to get it for her. I also bought a pack of four extra heads with a storage container. When she got it, I figure since it's get, getting on our, since it's sitting on our sink, and we have extra heads, why not give it a go too? See if this thing lives up lives up to that. <laughs> sorry, I'm sorry, I saw Austin's face. <laughs> well, she saw me doing that and lost it. She was talking about how gross it is to share toothbrushes, and it's disgusting. I explained to her it's a separate head stored in a separate location, and the whole thing is waterproof with wireless charging so the base gets rinsed off and wiped down after uses as well. Not to mention we are married and kiss and do other things all the time. Well, she wasn't budging. Other things. Other things. What the fuck? (laughs) Just say have sex. (laughs) No. No. We do other things. (laughs) Open-ended. Well, she wasn't budging and still said it was gross. I said she needed to get over it. It's been a few days now, and she still refuses to use it. And it started making snide remarks. Like, I hope you enjoy the nice toothbrush you buy yourself. Yes. (laughs) Can we read this last paragraph? (laughs) I'm starting to think I'm the asshole here. Because I'm using her stuff against her wishes, but really my logical brain says she needs to get it over with isn't a big deal and certainly not unhygienic. 
We ought to be able to both use a nice thing and not have a sink with one fancy toothbrush for her and a pleb one for me. (laughs) (laughs) spend money we don't have on the second electrical toothbrush space. Am I the asshole? Yeah, it's dangerous to laugh this much during Corona. We don't have as much lung space to breathe. It's true. This is the most petty, <laughs> classic marriage shit ever. It really is, though. <laughs> Can you read that? Uh, her sarcastic comment. Oh, absolutely. Time? Oh, wait. Oh, no. What happened? <laughs> Fuck. Oh, there it is. Okay. Um, I said she needed to get over it. It's been a few days now and she still refuses to use it and has started making snide remarks like, I hope you're enjoying the nice toothbrush that you buy yourself. (laughs) (laughs) I just picture him in the bathroom. He just, he's like, you know, having a good evening. Like smiling, getting ready for bed. Slips the, slips her head off. Puts his toothbrush head on. Make sure it's all nice and clean. He's halfway through his timed two-minute brush. <laughs> you would know. There, sitting there in the mirror, you know. Wife peeks her head around the corner and just starts looking at him. <laughs> I hope you enjoy your nice toothbrush you bought you for yourself. Run me through what you were thinking as I continued to read this post. <laughs> I was laughing because, like, I could see myself in this guy's shoes for sure. Like, You would do this? No, I'm just saying I can see, like, the logical aspect of, well, this thing's expensive. Like, it doesn't make it make sense for us to buy two of them. And we have all these extra heads. And it's not unhygienic. And it's, and like... it's not hy- unhygienic, really, in any way. Like, why would I not use this and get a better, like, toothbrushing job? <laughs> and his wife's like, what the fuck? This was a gift for me, and now you're just commandeering it to use for yourself? She's probably like, you probably fucking bought the four heads on purpose so that you could use it oh, he, to brush your own I teeth. I feel like he definitely did, right? I mean, he doesn't say... It sent, to me, it sounded like he had bought them and then just re- realized after it got there, oh, I might as well just use this as well. I also bought a pack of four extra heads at the storage container. Do you have to go through those often? Electric toothbrush user? I need to change mine. Yours is so it. bad. <laughs> You're supposed to, like, every six months or something, I think. My dentist tooth-shamed me and told me I needed to get an electric toothbrush. Even though I told her that I floss and, like, brush my teeth. And she was like, I guess you need an electric toothbrush. I guess I'll ask for so hard. I was like, I don't have cavities. (laughs) Next time you go in, you're like, I got that electric toothbrush. She's like, uh... Just veneers. Veneers. (laughs) more I can do here. (laughs) Um... What do you think, though? You've got to be going, based on your laughs, you have to be going a certain way with this. I mean, I was just laughing because both of them, like, this this is the the petty argument when, like, y'all don't have bigger shit to argue about. I don't think it's petty. I think she's right. But, like, just the whole way the whole situation was handled. Oh, yeah. This guy is, like, nonchalant, like, oh, it's no big deal. We got these extra heads. I can use it. And she's like, what the fuck are you doing, like, immediately? You know that she's going on her virtual happy hour date <laughs> and talking to her friend and being like, one thing, I asked for one thing, and he can't even give me that one thing. Yeah. He has to go in and take the gift that he gave to me and mm. use it for himself. Am I overreacting? Am I overreacting right now? <laughs> 
Is that what goes down in the virtual happy yeah, hour? I think so. <laughs> Based on the one virtual happy hour I have, I've had, yeah. There was a, I was talking to a friend yesterday and she was saying how her and her boyfriend got into a fight over Dairy Queen. So it can happen the with a lot well less. Things. <laughs> yeah. I think that he's definitely the asshole. I mean, you don't get somebody a gift and use it. I mean, even if it is your wife, it's like you don't get somebody a gift that is so for them and then use it. It's like one thing if your wife wanted a switch and you get her a switch and you're like, well, you're going to play it too because that's a good thing that you interact with with each other. Mm -hmm. But it's like you don't interact with someone's toothbrush. (laughs) Right? I don't know. It's got multiple heads. It's got one for every member of the family. I don't want to be. They got one for both of them, their daughter and their dog. I don't want to be so married that I'm sharing a toothbrush, even if it's not sharing it. It's just like, let me have my own fucking toothbrush. What's he going to do if she goes on vacation? That's not a great point. What's she going to do if he goes on vacation? Does he get to take it with him? Absolutely not. (laughs) So I'm going to say asshole just because... He didn't ask her if she was comfortable with it. He shouldn't even have asked. He would Fine. I will, because I will say that I think that, like, I don't know if I would want to do this whole changing of the heads, sharing the toothbrush thing. I go on the record saying saying here, I don't want to do this. I'm just saying, like, because it's really not unhygienic. Right. If they were both comfortable with it, like, not the asshole. But he wouldn't have written this post in that situation. So because, like, he didn't say anything to her and he was just like, oh, I'll just pop this other head on and br- brush my teeth for two minutes. Like, also, he moved in so quickly. It's like when you're married, you just assume there's no conversation. You just, just like, a second, like, everything. You just, he, his every thought is like, oh, well, she probably won't divorce me over this. <laughs> so I'm just going to go for it. God, it's so true, though. <laughs> and it's like... But if you got enough of those things piling up, that's when you got to... Well, she won't divorce him, but she also won't take him to therapy for this. You mm. know, it's a it's a it's a broader issue. It's like a ten this years is just of a, what the selfish gifts. Issue. It's not like a what is wrong with you as a person issue. A rant at happy hour issue. Yeah. I got it. So we both agreed, asshole. Yes. Moving on to post number three. This comes to us from Yep E Yep. yep. Can you spell that for me? Y E P E. Y-E-P. Okay, whatever. (laughs) Would I be the asshole if I just continued to live my life the way I do after receiving a complaint letter on my door? Okay, way to not be specific at all. Jeez. You need a more clickbaity title. I moved in with my boy... That's clickbaity, though. I I, I want to click it. I want to find out. No, I don't know. I mean, it worked on us. Yeah, that's (laughs) all. I moved in with my boyfriend two months ago. We live in a condominium. Who fucking says the whole word? Condominium? Condominium. <laughs> Who types out the whole word? Who reads it wrong? <laughs> Maybe this guy. We live in a condominium. Fucking fancy ass word. Can't say condo. Where the majority of the people are... She didn't even put... Where the majority are people over the age of 50. However, I have seen some couples our age, 30-ish. Ooh. Ooh. Today, we received a letter on our door that states the following. In respect to, in respect to know you have neighbors, 
Could you please, one, avoid stomping, heavy walking, of all hours of the day slash night? Place a car- two, place a carpet under your workout equipment. Three, heavily move chairs in the kitchen. Four, appreciate your neighbors. This has been going on for months, and unless you don't comply, I will need to take the necessary actions with the condo company. Thank you. P.S. I can even hear you having sex. Dot, dot, dot. She's a lucky girl. Ew! (laughs) That's fucked up. One. I can say with confidence we don't stop. I'm 5'3", 125. Boyfriend is 6'1", close to 200. We don't run around or dance or jump. We literally walk normally from the couch to the bathroom to the bedroom, etc. Two. We don't even own any workout equipment. We don't work out whatsoever. <laughs> Three. <laughs> Sorry, I'm bragging. Heavily moving kitchen chairs. We use bar stools at the island to eat dinner, and we use them literally once a day to eat dinner, and we don't aggressively pull them. Four. With the sex. Fine. Maybe we can be a bit loud because Stop of the bed moving. Stop bragging. But we're not smacking each other around and jumping. However, this is something we agree that we could be a little quieter doing. Which then interrupts our sex life, but we'll do it to appreciate the neighbors. We can both honestly say we don't do anything worthy of the things accused in this note. If I were to try to tone down everything on here, then I'd literally be tiptoeing around, literally picking up the bar stool to pull it in and out, and being in bed by 7 p.m. to avoid the late noise. The only thing I can think of us recently we bought some stuff to improve the condo like four lamps and had to put it together but that was in the middle of the day and in the note it even says avoid heavy walking hours avoid heavy walking of hours of the day slash night and today we're building standing cabinets for the kitchen but it's only 5 p.m not like we're doing these things at 11 p.m or something so Would I be the asshole if I just dot, 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 ignored this note and continued doing how we've been living? (laughs) What the fuck is this There's so much bad grammar here. (laughs) Again, we can try to tone down the sex, but in my opinion, I find this note a little ridiculous. However, not sure if I'm the asshole. Also, there is no unit number to which it came from, so we don't even know who sent it. And there's two edits. Let's read the edits after. Okay. Um, I find it really creepy when anybody talks about someone else's sex life and is like, well, look at you, or like, you know, like that weird, like, elbow thing, especially when it's somebody who's, like, not above the age of 70 and it's, like, not cute. It's, like, 20 years and it's just weird. So, yeah, that's inappropriate. But then again, they seem to be doing a lot of projects and they've kind of, like, put it in there a bit. No, she just said they put together, like, one thing. They're putting cabinets up today, though. Yeah. I wonder if she's... But these are also... The cabinets are, like, post-note, though. That's today. They had already gotten the note. We have... Okay, fair. We have to believe OP. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know how I feel. As much as I've wanted to leave anonymous notes on a neighbor's door, how do I actually feel about people who do it? That was a shrug. You couldn't oh, hear it, but well, that was a shrug. I just thought Austin would come in, you know, <laughs> with his own experience of wanting to leave people anonymous notes on their door. Oh, are we talking about the neighbors and their dog? Yes. Oh. 
we I think we've talked about it in another episode, but we have neighbors that are not the best with their dogs, and they're too lazy to take them the one block to the park, so they play fetch with them in the parking lot. And a lot of other things, but I don't want to get too worked up over No, it. no, 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 no. Sorry, it just was on so my mind. I wanted to dive into this note because <laughs> um, I could see all these things being things, all the things in the note being things that somebody wouldn't realize they were doing. So, okay. like, for example, number one, avoid stomping, and then in parentheses, heavy walking of all hours of the day slash night. So, she says, oh, well, we're just walking around the apartment. I can say from experience with, like, former roommates, there's people that are heavy walkers. You had stompers? There's people that... You've lived with stompers. There's people that walk heel down... It's true. And driving in the floor, and even if they're walking normally, they're fucking stomping around everywhere, <laughs> and it's a lot of shit. You can just hear them coming all the time. Especially if, like, neither of them are tiny people. Like, 125 is still, like, a human adult, and 200 <laughs> is definitely, like, he's not huge, but he's still, like, a big dude. They still take up space. Like, they're not, like, children. Yeah. Yeah. Or, like, 90-ballerinas. Like, Like if you walk heel down, like, that shit's loud. Okay. All right. So, So, accusation against neighbors number one. The place under uh, a carpet under your workout equipment, like, is super pointed, especially if they're not working out. But that also could just be, like, them saying, hey, like, y'all are being so noisy. It's making me think that you're You're working out. Working out. Yeah, that's like, I mean, I wonder what they have to be doing for them, for these people to think that they're working out. It's like a very, I mean, I hear you work out and it's just, it's you know what I mean? It's just way different than just walking around your apartment. Mm -hmm. It's like banging and stuff. Yeah. All right, three, heavily moving chairs in the kitchen. She's like, heavily moving chairs? We use bar stools at the island to eat dinner and we use them literally once a day to eat dinner and we don't aggressively pull them. Okay, you're telling me, you never move the chairs in your house, ever, and you have bar stools. What about if people come over? What if you want to move that bar stool in the living room? Like, you never move them? Hey, if you do move them when you're at the island, do you pick it up and then move it out and set it down? No, you probably drag it. Okay? All it probably I, makes noise. All I want to say is now that there is a gathering of three assumptions about the things that they are doing in their apartment. Yeah, there are assumptions, but they're ones that I have... Witness in real life. This seems like your pointed attack on people who make noise. And then the fourth one is the sex thing. Uh, everyone's been in that situation if they've lived in an apartment or a dorm or something. Like you can hear people have sex. Yeah, um, but like, are you are you supposed to just like quiet your sex? Well, I if was, it's like maybe your no, roommate. I was gonna say this is a hard one, like a hard ask, like unless they're like crazy over the top, and it's also a thing that I think they might not have asked unless there were all these other things Mm. and so they mentioned it and i'm gonna follow up my analysis with (laughs) this post was very poorly written so it was already on my bad side oh i didn't okay (laughs) i didn't realize that that in itself was like oh that was a tipping point they do all these things because they have bad grammar (laughs) <laughs> no, but it was an, it was frustrating. Really. I don't know. I feel like I, if anything, I could see people in there that are older. Um, and this is an assumption in itself, just being like so annoying and 
just every little small movement that's just like not, um, you know, news silent in the corner and like, you know, just like a quieter lifestyle. Like right. I feel like yeah, it's a great point. Like it's one of those things where it's like, oh, the young people come in and like yeah. even if they're not doing anything because they're young, every small thing that they do do is like, oh, let's add to the tally sheet. Like let's record it. Like let's talk to them about like, it. Like their neighbors below are sitting in their their matching chairs, like reading the newspaper. Right. And then every time the this couple moves upstairs, they're like putting the newspaper down and staring at the ceiling. It's like these hooligans are up to no good. Um, I do think about that time when we were at Disney and those people could not get their fucking chairs off of the floor. That's what I'm saying. There's like habitual chair draggers. There's two <laughs> types of people in this world. People that... Dra- there's people, two types of people in this world. People that drag chairs and people that pick them up, move them, and set them down. Which are you? Because the way you're talking, I know the, a judgment you bring to the table here. A lot of the time, I'm a chair dragger. Really? <laughs> <laughs> but if it's loud, then I pick it up and set it down. Are you? I judge the noisiness of said chair. You know what I realized not until I was like 12 or 13, year old, 13 years old, it does pertain, I swear, is I am a door slammer. You're a door slammer? Yeah. This is a realization you just came to? Well, <laughs> if you were listening, 10 seconds ago, I said when I was 13 or 14. Oh, I'm sorry. But I was, uh, Austin's too busy reading the edits and trying to come up with a new funny line. Was, no, I was reviewing some of the comments. Yeah. My mom used to say, why don't you ever close doors? Which is something that maybe your mother should teach you growing up. But I just slam doors. I never, I open it, but I never Go in and close the door. Oh, you just grab the door and swing it. I shut. just swing it. It's mm. it's like who has the time to do that? That's because crazy. it takes up so much more time. It's just an annoyance in my life that I don't want to put up with. I live my own life like these people should. I think going back to these people that the requests that these, if they're looking at everything and really assessing it in a way where they're like. Let's be honest with ourselves. And they find that they're just making an adequate amount of noise for the place that they live. Then it's like, sorry, the walls are thin or you're an asshole. Like, there's only so many things. Shall I read the edits? Yeah. Edit one. Boyfriend also works like nine hour days. Two weeks of the month, his shift is 3.30 p.m. to 12.30 a.m. and gets home at 1 a.m. But again, he isn't barging in through the door and making a ruckus. He'll heat up some food, sit on the couch, watch a bit of TV, and go to bed. And the times he's at work, I'm literally ju- it's literally just me chilling on my laptop at home. Edit. Number two. We own a large carpet that covers the living room floor. We don't have the expensive or we don't have the extra income for rugs. Rugs are expensive. It's true. And even still the condo is pretty small, so we don't have anywhere to put them that wouldn't look ridiculous or out of place. We don't walk around with shoes on, ever, and even if we did, it'd be to just quickly use the bathroom before leaving for the day, and we own no workout equipment. Also... <laughs> like, I should continue to say, we don't work out. I get it. Also should have pointed this out, but we literally have sex, like, once a week. Yeah, I could see how someone would be like, you guys are banging every night, and they and like it's weird to just say, like, stop having loud sex, let me add all these other things, <laughs> and just put it as an afterthought. That would be my go-to. Um, I don't know. I, I don't know. I would say, as they've done, assess, decide, I'm living my best life. 
I'm not not like being over the top. If that's the case, I claim OP is not the asshole. You don't have to give in to the 50-year-olds above you who don't have a life. Or below. Whatever. Um, I'm shocked that you're about to, like, or, because you live in a house that, like, shares a wall. Like, what would you do if someone came over and threw that about, you know, you and Blake's loud-ass music? The only thing that, the only qualm that I have with not just straight up saying not to asshole. Yeah. Is there's, like, no, it's just straight up 100% I didn't do anything wrong. And, and even if you know you didn't do anything wrong, I still think it's, like, courteous to be like, I'm sorry. Like, we'll try to be better. No, it's not. What are you talking about? I know, if I, I didn't do that, anything ra- wrong, well, I, I wouldn't say I'm sorry I, to people that have this stick up their ass. But I think that's, like, neighborly. If this is your first, like, run-in with the neighbors, then just, I think it's neighborly to be like, all right, like, I'll try to be better. Yeah, but they didn't even have the audacity to leave their name or their apartment number. They're just, like, passing judgment without wanting any of the talk back or any of, you know. Okay, so then for that, I will say everyone sucks. Why does everyone suck? Because the neighbors (laughs) left a note that was, like, really pointed and didn't say, like, their name or whatever. And then also the um, OP... I have a hard time believing that none of <laughs> it is true. He I have a hard time believing none of it is true. Yeah. And also, there's no, like, friendly neighborliness about it. About, like, how they're handling the situation. They're not just, like... They, I mean, they could even be, like, I don't think we're being that noisy, but, like... You could be, like, I personally don't think we're being that noisy, but I understand that it's loud for you, so we'll try to be better. I see like, you could say something nice. I told... Yeah, and that but, would be neighborly. But the, where, where are they saying it to? Are they supposed to write back on the note and post it back on their door? I mean, it's probably the people below them, but yeah, we don't... You, I guess you don't know how you could respond. I don't know. A part of me agrees with the whole neighborly being nice thing, and another part of me is like, you live for you unless it inconveniences so much, which maybe it does or does not. Yeah. Well... That's true. I'm going to stick to my guns. But I definitely, <laughs> if I had to pick one or the other, I would say probably not the asshole. But. Okay. Yeah. All right. And moving on to our last post. It's... Um, post number four. Yes. Post number four. Sorry. Um, I was reading the uh, person who gave us this great post. Confused Cousin 44. Oh. All right. Am I the asshole for... Oh, wait. Can I ask real quick? I'm sorry. The last one, were they the asshole or not the asshole? The last post? Yeah. They're not the asshole. Oh, by uh, comments? Yeah, comments. I'm sorry. I didn't I don't think there was a... I think both of the ones I read... Oh, it does say not the asshole. Okay. 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 Am I the asshole for ruining my cousin's innocence? Hey, y'all. I, male 20 was playing with my little cousin, female seven. She was seeing how girls are better than boys. I asked her why she felt that way, and she said that is because girls can make babies, but boys can't. I then told her that you need both boys and girls to have babies. She didn't believe me, says I was dumb, as babies come from girls' tummies. I told her that while she, while the baby comes from the mama, the papa needs to put something in the girl's stomach to make it happen. 
She thought I was making stuff up and went to ask her mother. Her mother told my mother and they both got angry with me saying that I shouldn't have started anything in that direction with her and that she is too young to have this kind of talk. Am I the asshole? How old was OP? What? 20. 20. Sweet, short, to the point. Yeah. Make your posts like this more often. Poor girl. Also, <laughs> it's so cute. This situation. No. <laughs> the babies come from the girl's tummy. You don't need any boys. We make the babies. It is actually. What are you talking about? <laughs> So cute. It's really, it's really cute. Again, we talked about this. A word you don't use really unless you're like under eight. I wonder if she had an idea of how it gets out of the tummy. Judging, or if she just knows it comes from the tummy. <laughs> Judging by how mortified she was when she found when I would o- say no. I would say no. <laughs> Can you imagine if he was like, "You need boys." Now, let me give you, that's going to sound bad. Let me um, tell you the exact details about all of this with this uh, anatomical book right here. (laughs) Um, I picked this one because I thought about what I knew at seven years old. Like, what do you think you knew about the whole reproductive system? The second grade? Second grade. And is it? I don't it, think anything. And is it crazy? I don't remember. Really? I mean, I. I here's I my. I mean, as a thing. guy, I don't think it's as important. No, I don't know. <laughs> At that age, I don't know. I mean, maybe. I don't know. Maybe I knew, but I don't, I don't remember. I picked this only because I'm. I, I was thinking to myself, like, my first thought, at least, was like, this guy's a complete dick because it's like he's trying to, like, one up, like, a seven year old. I fucking know more than you. Yeah. It's also like, boys suck. Well, um, you're going to get pregnant one day. You're going to get jizzed and pregnant one day. (laughs) You have to have a period once a month. Right. (laughs) It really does feel like that. It's like, Uh, well, you don't know. Right. Like, you don't know the shit you're in for, little girl. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But on the other hand, it's like, this girl, at least I feel, doesn't really know a lot about, like, anywhere where kids actually come from or any type of, like, way babies are made. Well, she's seven. Does she need to know yet? I think so. But that's my personal Second opinion. Second grade? Yeah. I mean, I think it's... Can't wait till, like, fifth grade? No. I, can you, I got my period when I was, like, in fifth grade or fourth grade. Oh. Because I think that's when they did, when I was in elementary school, that's when we had like a sex ed presentation was in fifth grade. And I always thought that that was too like old to do it. Like, there was already so much stuff out there. I will tell there. you, for boys, it is not too late because if you, even at that age, the guys were too immature. When we had the whole presentation, they were supposed to show us stuff about guys and girls. They could only do the stuff about the guys because all of the boys could barely handle that presentation like they, they were like they were just making jokes yeah, like and just like cracking up and like being <laughs> silly and they could barely make it through that so they completely skipped the girls presentation so we didn't get that's any awful of that. that's terrible i remember we only had i went to a catholic school and we did like a talk about like changes like with 
um, like hair and puberty, um, and like deodorant. Uh, fifth grade. Yeah. And then we did, um, we had talk about like a, pe- a period or something, but it was like really basic. It was just like, this is what happens. And there's some things like it wasn't like in depth, anything like that. But I remember like the class was just completely silent and we were just sitting there like shaking our heads. And I- yeah, that was opposite of all the boys <laughs> that I did it with. And they, they did though, they gave us a stick of deodorant and they were like, you don't need to use this now, but you will need to use this at some point. You don't, school. you didn't need to use, when did you start using deodorant? Definitely in middle school sometime. Okay. Well, I mean, in the locker rooms in middle school, that was when Axe got huge, and everybody would just spray oh Axe on everything. Oh, my God. But that's not deodorant. That's what a terrible time. But probably, I mean, sometime in middle school, I don't remember exactly, was when, like, actually started needing yeah. it. I guess what I'm saying is, um, I feel like there's, like, this weird thing. It's, like, protecting, like, exactly like he says, protecting a child's innocence for like really no reason it doesn't need to get graphic it doesn't need i mean it doesn't need to get like and then he inserts his penis into the woman's vagina it just needs to be like i don't know maybe something like when like a man and a woman like even as cheesy as like love each other or like are close like you need both a man and a woman to create a baby like there's just to be like some I just feel like it's, and, and there's an, I say it's because there's a, a comment about it. Like, it's very, like, Santa Claus. Like, you just killed Santa Claus. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. when in reality, you're, like, informing someone about this thing. I'm not saying that he's not the asshole, because I think he is the asshole for the way that he said it. But I don't think he's an asshole for, like, informing a child about how, like, actual shit goes down. <laughs> Though it's probably not his place. So you want me to go first? On conclusion? Well, I want you to say a little bit more about what you think. A little think. bit more? I mean, you haven't really said anything well, at all. You're just, a, well, you just continue looking at the clock and wanting to come no, out. No, I haven't been looking at the clock. Um, the post is so short that I don't know how to talk talk about it much without saying my conclusion. So no, that's you, why I was you, go ahead, go ahead. Um, I was going to say, I totally get, like, the feeling of, of needing to, like, educate someone, but also... She's only seven. Um, he's not her parent or even yeah. a sibling. He's a cousin. That's not his place to decide um, if it's appropriate to tell her then. like he, It was easy for him to pick up that she did not know what was going on. Right. And she's so young that it's not like, oh, she's 13 and her parents are doing her a disservice by not like telling her any of this yet. Right. Like it's so far out there that it's like going to ruin her in some way. Like it's something that she needs to know in the coming years, but it's definitely not a need to know. Like it's a, could be good to know at that age if she was ready to handle it, but that's not something that he gets to decide. That's on the parents. And she's not going through like puberty soon or anything. Right. And like, it was obvious that, she had a really basic understanding of everything and they were just having like a cute conversation and any normal person would be like, Oh yeah, well that's, you're right. Like y'all do make, get to make babies. That's super yeah, cool. That's so, yeah. But boys get to do this other, like just come up with something oh, else. Right. And also like, why do you need to have a like competition with your seven year old cousin over which gender is better? Oh yeah. That's super weird. <laughs> also what's really weird is like the put something in the stomach. If you want to be like, that was the gross part to me. I don't know. I mean, cut you off, but mm. it's like, you could just be like, Oh, you actually need boys too. Like maybe you want to talk to your mom about that. Then like 
And then a boy puts something in the girl's stomach, and she's, like, infiltrated for life. <laughs> he, he puts one of his Hot Wheels in there. <laughs> um, there's a few comments definitely talking about that. Not your place to have that conversation. Congrats on winning an argument against a seven-year-old girl, though, I guess. Like, totally, I'm on board for all of these. I do think he's the asshole. However, there is one I want to read really quickly. And this is the one that I had about, like, the Santa thing. And it's not the asshole, since when did we add pregnancy to the same list as Santa and the Tooth Fairy? She's seven, she's not a baby. To my understanding, you weren't graphic about genitals. You just stated a pretty straightforward and normal fact about who was involved. I really hate this idea of lying to and babying children, and it somehow became completely acceptable to somehow continue toxic traditions with kids because that's how the parents want it. That's a, a very oh, extreme. That person is so high horse. I a have very major extreme. with that. Um, one, like, not telling them the, like, realities of sex at seven is not babying a child. Like, babying yeah. is, like, there's whole many, like, talking them in a certain way. Like, all these other things. Right. That's not babying The historic them. brings That's the, just deciding yeah. when it is appropriate for that individual to talk about one thing. That's not babying them. Yeah. Um... Although I do want to say that, like, kids need to, like, know the names of their body parts and, like, stop calling their, like, vagina, like, their, oh, my, like, hoo-ha, and, like, things like that. <laughs> like, I'm 100% <laughs> against that. I mean, that could fall into babying, like this person is saying, right. which I don't disagree with. But in this context, that's not babying the kid. Yeah. Also, he's the cousin. He's not the parents. It's so true. He's, like, over, he himself is on a high horse of, like... I get to be the one to, like, make this, like, huge conversation happen that's unneeded. Um, but, yeah, I thought it was thought it was interesting. Although, yeah, again, sex education shouldn't be a taboo topic. You didn't even tell her anything. But he's going to be the one who's giving it to her. If he, ha I would say he would not be the asshole if he talked to the parent and was like, you need to tell her about this. But because he took it upon himself to give, like, stupid information i'll call him the asshole at that age especially if she was like 13 and it was obvious her parents weren't giving her any i would say even 10 uh, yeah but definitely not that's what i'm saying is seven isn't the age where you need to be worried about her being undereducated yet on this topic okay so for that reason i'm gonna say asshole and for that reason i'm out <laughs> <laughs> we got through that pretty fast we did yeah but that does not mean the quality of the content was any lower. Well, the beginning might have been. We brought it out to the table, I thought. And we picked it up as it went along. Yeah, we did it. Yeah. There were technical difficulties. Yeah. Um, I'm thinking next week we might be back in my office. You know, just mm -hmm. going we'll back and forth. Austin's like, I didn't agree to this. No, it's insane. Um, yeah, so... Posting the episodes, let's see. I had something that I wanted to say to people about writing into us. Um, but basically, it's the same old spiel every single time. Ask us your am I the asshole questions um, about your own personal life. Send us your um, show that you want us to do a shitty summary on. How about that? Yeah, or uh, flashcard time prompts. That's what I was thinking, too. Yeah. Yeah. And you can send those to our Twitter, which is the You're the Asshole. You're the A-hole. You're the A-hole mm -hmm. on Twitter. 
And then you're the a-hole at gmail.com yes. is our email as well. You can send me either of those. And then we're you're the asshole on um, uh, iTunes mm-hmm. and with the asterisks over the ass. We got that. Asterisks over the S's of the ass. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> a asterisk asterisk hole. Um, and just, you know, keep on giving us your amazing views because there's another podcast out there. With this exact same premise that we have not talked about. And I know we talked about one before, but uh, yeah. We'll have to talk about that another time. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. We don't talk about that. Oh, oh, I apologize. We're going (laughs) over time here. No, no, no. And of course, as always, if you made it this far, you are not the asshole. You are not the asshole. Oh, I'm going to say this. Don't be the asshole. Social distance. Don't be the asshole. Um, don't cough on people in the supermarket. Those are mine. Perfect advice. Thanks. Remember, everyone, don't be the asshole. <laughs>